Welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn Ambrose. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the live. Here we are. We're going to give it a couple minutes so we can let the people start rolling in. And today, today I'm going to be chatting about, today I'm going to be chatting about really good applicable life stuff. (laughs) How's that? Does that narrow it down for everybody? Um, And say hello when you join, please. And hopefully... um, I have the the uh, private chat thing fixed, so um, with a little help from Ben, I should be able to see you guys saying hello, if not now, very soon. So hopefully that'll be working today for everybody on my personal Facebook page. I think my business Facebook page has been working. And also, I believe YouTube's been working. So I think it's just the personal Facebook page that we're hopefully going to get uh, working today. So thank you for joining me this Monday evening. And today, yeah, today is going to be very practical. Hey, there's Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for joining. Um, Oh, Lisa. So Lisa's on YouTube. I can see that. Okay, so we know YouTube's working. So yeah, everybody out there, just uh, say hello from wherever you're watching. Like if you're on my personal Facebook page, just say, you know, that's where you're watching me. If you're on my um, business Facebook page, just say that's where you're watching me. And Becky Jane. Hello, Becky Jane. Thanks for joining me. She's on Facebook. Are you on my personal page or my business page, Becky? So, um, so yeah, you know, the, the comments will be rolling in. So, But what I want to talk about today is, like I said, this thing is really... Really, um, okay, okay, Becky, not sure. Um, no worries. So, you know, this podcast is going to be really specific as far as um, it, 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 you're going to be able to implement this into your life uh, immediately. You know, I think you're going to be able to see how this fits into a lot of different areas. Um, I know I've touched on it in the past, but I'm going to really dive into it deeply now in the the grand scheme of things and how it, this one thing can literally change your entire life. Um, and also, you're going to be able to see how it, it really... Um, you can implement it in the small areas, like you can implement this in driving. I think I may have mentioned that on a last podcast when I touched on this. You can do implement this while you're driving. You can implement this while you're going grocery shopping. You can do it in any scenario in your life. And because it's a very simple process, which if you want to get closer to the truth, you simplify. So this is very simple but it's very profound. So you're going to be able to implement it in all areas and buddies with us. Hey, what's happening, buddy. I think buddy watches on my, my uh, personal Facebook page, not my business page. So that's good. So I think I am getting my comments from there. So, you know, enough beating around the bush here. What I'm talking about is the reason that we get frustrated in life. A lot of times, the reason why we have difficulty reaching our goals or when we do reach our goals, we're still not happy. All these 
different dynamics. Like those are all symptoms. Like, why do I get frustrated? Symptom. Why do I not reach my goal? Symptom. Why do I uh, reach my goal, but I'm still not happy? Symptom. So this is usually what catch it, captures our attention. And we're usually focused on those things. So, the, the, you know, it's, it's the, the circumstances, the symptoms, the surface stuff. And if we want to solve these, we have to get closer to the core and shift that core. So what we want to do, and I'm going to give one more shout out before I do. Hey, Joanne, thank you for joining us. Um, what we want to do is we have to pay attention to actually what we're trying to achieve. And this, we don't do enough. We think we do, but we don't. <laughs> we don't know what we're trying to achieve and we don't know why we're trying to achieve it. And we don't know how we're trying to achieve it. And those things get all messed up. So like, let's go all the way back, man. Let's go all the way to the beginning of really the largest and most grandiose perspective that we can get. And then walk back towards our, our uh, current day circumstances from there, because that's what gives us the perspective is when we're way back away from everything and we can see everything from a distance, we go, oh, okay, that works, right? So I'm going to explain this to you in that manner, and then we're going to start, hopefully, <laughs> this is my intention, we're going to hopefully start walking closer into real life examples and how this, how if you do it back here, it plays out in your day-to-day -day activities and how you can implement it in your day-to-day -day activities as well. So the, the big concept is having your priorities set. You need to have your priorities set and you need to have your goals in alignment with those priorities. All right. So with your priorities, if you understand that, and, you know, whatever, I'm going to, I know not everybody um, believes in a, a, most people believe in some overarching energy force, may it be God or, or um, all the other different names for God or the universe or just a loving energy or whatever, whatever you want to call it, that is our source. That's, that's the source of love. That's our, our source of abundance. That's our source of creativity. It's our source. So what we need to do is put that first as our top priority is our connection with our source. Because otherwise, nothing else works. It doesn't play out because we've cut off our source. So if we put anything above our source, then what happens is we're busy trying to achieve this, but we don't have the source that actually gives us the energy and the ability to, to achieve it. So we've put what we're trying to achieve above the source of the ability to achieve it. Okay, so, so like a, a, an example of the concept that I'm explaining to you is like your, your job. So like, what if you made paying your bills more important than going to work? Because going to work, you know, in this example, going to work is your source of income. So what if you got caught up paying bills and thinking that that was more important than going to work? That, that is not going to last that long, <laughs> right? Because you're not going, you know, you miss work, you could end up getting fired or you don't make as much money because you miss a day because it's really not your top priority. It's not the focus, but you're sitting there going, I'm being a realist. I have to pay my bills. I have to pay my bills. I got, you know, my bills are, my electric bills is a source of electricity so I can see. And I have, that's real big priority. And, and my, my kids learn online and I need to make sure I have internet and I have to pay that bill. And this is really important. And this, see, this is how the, the type of thinking that gets us going in the wrong direction because we start using what we think is rational thought to explain what's important in life. 
You under, so do you see how that, how that can be start throwing things off? Well, because you, you get all, you actually believe your own BS. You start believing that. Well, it is. It's very important. I have to pay those things. And it's like, yeah, but the, your ability to pay them has to come higher than paying them. Your source of income gives you the ability to pay those bills. So you can't have paying the bills above your source of income. It can't be higher priority. It has to be secondary priority. It doesn't mean that we don't accomplish things. It means we have our priorities set in place. This is what I'm talking about. So if you have your source as your first priority, and this is a little caveat that I do and I highly recommend to other people, is put your self-care as priority number two. I do it one and two because you can kind of blend that into one because it kind of is. I mean, if you're connected with your source all the time, then you're probably going to be doing okay inside because that's your source of love. That's your source of life force energy. That's your source of peace. That's your source of everything. So if you're connected to it, you're probably going to be pretty good. But this world we live in is so tricky that I like to put a little extra effort on the self-care because none of us do it enough. So, so I have priority one, my source, my connection to source, my relationship with source. Priority two is taking care of me, self-care. Why? Because I, this is the oxygen in the airplane mentality. If you don't take care of yourself, you're going to run out of energy to take care of everybody else. Take care of yourself first. You have no use to anybody when you're unconscious. This is the mentality of the priorities that I'm discussing. We have to use our heads and understand what our priorities are and why they are in that order. My source is first. Taking care of myself is second. Everything else is third. And I mean, you know, if, if you want to go a little bit deeper, I, I, I found that I haven't really needed to go any deeper. Like everything else is third. <laughs> because, I mean, even when my son was little, it, I still did that because, you know, like I love my son. So for me to put energy towards caring for him was not an effort. It was very natural to to want to take care of him because I loved him. So I didn't need to sit there and go, well, geez, my son's a higher priority than this. And, you know, and then there was times when I needed to go to work. Well, I didn't have to sit there and go, okay, well, let's do a decimal point in how much energy I've distributed amongst my son and my work in this particular day. And like, whatever, you know, don't overcomplicate it. Um, so, you know, if you want to put a little priority deeper or if there's something you're trying to accomplish or you see yourself leaning too far in one direction, you know, then you can start going down that road. But for what I'm talking about here, it's really not that important. It's your connection to source, self-care, and it's, you know, uh, everything else. That is our thing. Ines is here. Hey, Ines. Hola. I know a more, but the other one I don't know. I'm st I still have to learn Spanish. I'm trying, honestly. <laughs> I will learn it over here. Somebody yesterday actually thought I spoke Spanish. They're like, how long have you been speaking Spanish? I'm like, I don't. <laughs> so I'm getting better. Um, so this is a list of our priorities. Now, as you see, you know, if, if our priorities are out of whack and you put paying your bills above making money to pay your bills, you're going to run out. So you need to have that source first, take care of yourself and then everybody else. And that's going to shift. And, and, you know, I did a podcast on balance about that. You know, sometimes you're going to put 90% of your effort into your family and only 10% work because it might be an emergency. Or sometimes it might be a project at work and you put 75% of your energy towards work and only 25% of your energy towards your family, which really none of that is a problem as long as you get back into balance at some point. You know, a lot of people will do a project for work and put 75% of their energy and then they get used to that and they don't live consciously. So they never get back into 
putting more energy to their family. They just stay just putting all their energy to work and then th things are out of whack for too long and you start having problems. So this is our priority list. Now, what's cool about this is when your priorities are set up and you everything is about alignment. You don't have to spend six months learning a bunch of stuff. You don't have to read 350 books. You don't have to listen to 200 of my podcasts. Like it's about alignment. So you have your priorities. And when you bring your goals into alignment with what your priorities are, that's when everything flows forward. Okay. So what I mean by that is what are your goals? Like most people uh, career wise, they'll go like, well, I, I want to be successful in my career. And they don't pay attention to what that looks like. <laughs> and for, let's be honest, with most people, success looks like advancement in their career and lots of money. You know, very few people, even if they say they do, very few people actually include happiness and peace in their um, description of success. You know, that it's just not really included. So a lot of times people succeed at their goals, succeed in business, and they're still not happy. And they don't understand why. It's like, because happiness doesn't come from that. Happiness doesn't come from success. Success can be an expression of your happiness that you already have inside, but it can't cause it. It can't cause happiness. I mean, it's, you know, and I'm hoping that most of you listening now, you're not still in the stage where there's pushback on that. If there's, if there's pushback on that, come on, guys, like wake up there. There is, you know, happiness comes from within. And if you don't understand that, seek out somebody to explain it to you. Because until you have that peace, you really, you're just going to be running into more misery because you have no direction to what you're going. You know, if you want peace and happiness in your life, you have to understand what peace and happiness looks like and, you know, actually what it is and how to achieve it. Otherwise, you're never going to get there. What you're going to do is you're going to go with your subconscious belief about what happiness and peace is and how to achieve it, which your subconscious belief is, most people's, is what most of society's is. You know, they <laughs> It's sometimes people like, well, how do you know this stuff? How can you coach people you don't know? Because it's not that complicated. You know, if you look at society, what is the basic pattern for society? What are people trying to do with their lives? What have they been trying to do with their lives for the last 50 years? It's not real complicated. I mean, you can generalize this. People have been taught that they should go to school and do the best they can in there uh, or at least make it through and get to college and then you know get a good education there and then you get a good job and then you buy a house and you find a wife or a husband you have kids and you have a car and that's your life that's that's like the formula for life there's no peace or happiness in there anywhere nobody teaches you about peace and happiness peace comes from within you know, so we need to connect to that and we need to have the intention that my priority in life is to live a peaceful and happy life. So if you say I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm not going to use the word success because I don't want to confuse people because different people have different definitions. So if your goal and you got to be honest with yourself if you can do this work if your goal is to to reach high levels of financial success or um business advancement um so you can have a comfortable life then you 
you will probably achieve <laughs> the financial success. There's a good chance you won't actually have a comfortable life, but I'll get into that more in a minute. But the, the, there's a good chance most people like you'd be shocked at how many people are fearful about their lives from a stability standpoint. And, and I'm talking about people who are doing fine. Like I'm over in the DR. So if somebody can't eat here, like they could literally die. I, as a general rule, that is very rarely seen in the United States. Very rarely seen. So of all the living in Massachusetts and Rhode Island and Florida, you know, very rarely did I see people in that scenario. And they weren't any of my friends. <laughs> like, and I'm not talking about hanging out with high class people. I'm talking about the average person you see out there is not wondering where their next meal is going to come from. And wondering if they're going to die within the next week. That's not part of their reality. What the, their, their problems are in the mind. They're, they're looking for security where there is none. They can have jobs. Most people I'm talking about are having jobs making, you know, easily over $40,000 a year. That's a pretty low number, especially in this day and age, right? And, I mean, you can eat. You, you probably have a car and maybe even a roof over your head, like, at that, you know? And then a lot of times they're married and you got double that. And it's like, come on. And, and people are petrified because they have no security. It's, there isn't any security ever. Like COVID showed us that. So we're, we're creating fear where there doesn't need to be any. Like there is no security. You, you can't set yourself up where like most people that I know that are worried about stability if you have a conversation with them, they go, well, I, I need to, I don't have much stability now. Um, I had stability five years ago. I need to, I, I really need to get back to having that stability that I did. I had five years ago. I'm like, well, wait a minute. You had stability five years ago. Where did it go? Well, it didn't work out and some circumstances changed. So I don't have it. So I have to get back to that. And it's like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Then that wasn't stability. <laughs> I mean, the whole point of stability is that you're stable and you don't have to worry about anything changing and knocking you off. That's what stability is. That's a definition of stability. If you had it five years ago, then you would still have it now if it actually existed, right? But it doesn't exist. <laughs> and everybody's striving for it. Everybody's trying to get stability and stability does not exist on this planet. Is there more stability than others? Yeah, sometimes, sometimes, but even that, then COVID comes along and knocks half the people that were really anchored in their stability. And they go, oh, we don't have it either. We thought we had more than everybody else. Well, now you don't. You know, we live in an ever-changing reality. It's not important to get everything set up exactly right. It's, it's important to go with the flow of life. It's important to trust yourself that you're going to be able to manage difficulties as they come. That's what's important. So if we have our priorities in alignment with source is my number one priority, self-care is my number one, two priority, everything else is my number three priority, and then we bring in alignment with our goals to align with that type of, uh, with that type of energy, with like, okay, what is my goal? What do I want out of life? What's my life goal? I told you guys I was going to start with a big picture. This is the big picture. What's my life goal? What do I really want to achieve in my time on this planet? Personally, I want to achieve living life peacefully and happily. I want to experience joy in my life on a regular basis. I want to feel a deep contentedness. And I want to be peaceful. Like that's basically my main priority. That's my main existence. And I basically have it. Why? Because that was my goal. That's why. 
So if my goal is achieving peace, well, then what happens is that's when you, so here you go, guys, this is pay attention right here. I know I've been talking for a bit. You need to give your brain a job to do because your brain is going to do a job, whether you give it one or whether you don't. And if you think you haven't given your brain a job to do, you're wrong. You already have. <laughs> and, you, and, and the scary part is you don't even know what that it is, <laughs> you know? So give your brain the right job. Your brain works for you. You don't work for it. So you need to give your brain a new job. Right now, most people's brain is focused on an unconscious goal of something that looks like monetary success. And they'll even say happiness. They'll be like, I want to be happy. I want to be successful. Like, define what you mean by happy. What does happiness feel like? What does it look like? You know, and then say it's part of your goal. You can't just say it's part of your goal and not have an understanding of what that looks like, feels like, and sounds like, and how you actually get to it. Because otherwise, that word happiness gets sucked into materialism. Why? Because that's how society is. It's so unconscious that what we do is we constantly mix happiness with materialism constantly. I still do it. It's constant. So we have to be clear about not doing that if we expect not to do it. So when, when your goal is to live in peace and happiness, and that's in alignment with your priorities, because I mean, you know, that's kind of why you set your priorities like that in the first place. Why would you want to be connected to source? Why would you want to be connected to your source of peace and happiness if your goal wasn't peace and happiness? Do you see how that's in alignment? So your priorities are in alignment with your goals. Now we take that and we see what happens to the brain when you do this to it, okay? So the brain is sitting there and let's say it just has this unconscious thing that you didn't even know was running in the background, this unconscious goal of being successful So in, in, financially. So when you have that, then all of a sudden when a promotion comes across your desk, you're probably going to take it, right? Because that's advancement. When um, more, When you get offered a job that's more money, you're probably going to take it, right? Because that's more money. So it's more financial success, more advancement. So these are how most people make their decisions. And I've seen in the last 17, 18 years, this constantly. So many people take promotions that they should not be taking. So many take people take jobs that they're offered that they should not be taking. And the reason is, is because they have nothing to do with their happiness or their peace. And it doesn't even come on the table. When, when you're offered a job, you take it completely out of an intellectual desire for more material things. And you don't even know you're doing it because of that, <laughs> because it's so unconscious, right? So if you give, if you disconnect your brain from that job and say, wait a minute, brain, I want you to show me you you have a new job your job is to seek out ways to achieve a peaceful and happy life that's your job and your brain goes oh okay cool i work for you sweet i get a job and this is a juicy job i can think about stuff all day i can search for this this is exciting this is a good job so it goes and then so all of a sudden you get a promotion offer. And instead of your brain going, that's advancement. So you take it because you're one step closer to reaching your goal. Instead of doing that, it, it starts behaving in a different way. It processes information differently because you gave it a different job. So your brain goes, well, so I'm offered a promotion. Well, how is this promotion going to get me a step closer to peace and happiness? 
is it going to like am i going to be taking on more responsibility with only a very little bump in pay so i have to work more hours spend more time at the office away from my family away from my hobbies that i enjoy but i'm only making like five or ten percent more money i don't know if that's worth it i really like my outside life geez maybe i shouldn't take this promotion do you see how your brain starts processing information differently? Because its goal is different. It's trying to achieve something differently. So it, pro it asks different questions automatically. This is how important this is. And this is how we start making decisions. You know, I've had times in, in my life, I've done this constantly. And many times I've had people think that I was crazy because up until this point, probably as a general rule the things that could have made me the most money i haven't done i've i've just turned them down and people are like what are you doing it's because that's not my goal i always knew that the money would come I knew that it would come. So I wasn't worried about whether I was going to make the money or whether I wasn't going to make the money. I was worried whether I was going to live a peaceful life or if I wasn't going to live a peaceful life. That, that was my concern. So that's how I made my decisions. And when it really came time to it, I've turned away gigantic sums of money, possibly millions of dollars, because I didn't like the way my life was going to look if I went in that direction, the, the hours I was going to have to work, the time I was going to have to be pulled away from my son, you know, interacting with him as he grew, it, just, it wasn't worth the trade. And I don't regret one of them. Most of them, I don't even remember, to be honest with you, like, <laughs> Most of them, I don't even remember what they were because it was so, it was such an easy choice because my goal has been peace and happiness. And sometimes I get knocked and sometimes, you know, somebody dangles some money around and I go, ooh, but I always come back, you know, and to be clear, this, the first thing that ego does when I start talking like this in most people is it starts generalizing and it starts turning this into a black and white issue where it goes, well, if you focus on peace and happiness, you're going to be broke and then you won't be peace and peaceful and happy because you're broke and you're going to be struggling and suffering. That is not true. That's not true. Like the, the happier you are, the better work you do, the more people want to work with you, the more successful you are, like that money comes when you follow your peace and happiness, it's just a natural byproduct and you're connected to your source anyway, which this is an important aspect of why we have our priorities set the way we do. You have your priorities set because you have to understand that my source comes first. My source of everything, my source of love, my source of abundance is priority one. So I haven't disconnected from my source. I haven't lost my source of abundance because I'm chasing peace and happiness. It's all part of it. The same source that provides me my peace and happiness is the same source that provides me with my, my uh, abundance. My job doesn't give me my abundance. My source does. If I lose a few clients, go, oh, my God, I lost a few clients. I, I, I lost my source of income. No, I didn't. I still have my source of income. I'm connected with my source of income. Those clients were just a channel in which my source was using to bring fi abundance, financial abundance into my life. So if I lose clients, well, I go, oh, I wonder, I wonder where it's going to come from now. I still have my source of this, so it's not gone anywhere. I wonder what channels my source is going to use to bring me income now. Is it going to be more clients? Maybe I'll do a project. Maybe I'll write a book. I don't know. Maybe I'll get an email out of the blue of somebody that wants to include my, one of my programs into this thing, this big thing that I, I got the other day. So it's, you know, it's, it, it, it's always, if you're connected with your source and that's your first priority, and you take care of yourself because you love yourself and you care for yourself and your peace and your happiness is actually worthy of your attention 
and then everything else is next. And you align your goals with those priorities and you go, you know what? My peace and my happiness is my first priority. And that's what I'm going to go towards. I'm going to make my decision based on those things. Guess what? You find it. You find it. You find peace and happiness when that's what your goal is. Because it's sitting right inside of you the whole time. It's right there. You know, peace and happiness isn't outside of you. It's inside of you. And if you... But you cannot have it if you are denying yourself. This is a lack of self-love. If you say, I want peace and happiness in my life, and then you go out in your life and you make decisions based on money, that's not saying that. That's not acting like you want peace, love, and happiness in your life. That's acting like you want money in your life. And you're not really concerned about what the job duties are. So, you know, you're more concerned about the money or the prestige that comes with it. And you probably end up getting those things. But you don't have the peace and the happiness because you're not acting like you want the peace and the happiness. It's not what's driving your decision making. It's not your priority. It's not what your goal is. You're not trying to accomplish it. So why? how are you expecting to accomplish it if, it's, if you're not trying to accomplish it? You know, I mean, really, that's what it comes to. So give your brain the right job. Stay connected to your source as part of your spiritual practice and align your goals with peace and happiness and you will live in peace and happiness. And then when you make money, you'll enjoy the money. I mean, is it, I have no problem with money. I love money. You know, <laughs> I have no issue. This isn't, you know, 1970 where we used to think that to be spiritual, you needed to donate all your stuff to charities. Otherwise, you are materialistic. We know that's not true now. Abundance is part of spirituality. It's part of living your best life. The, the universe or God, why would they want you to suffer and struggle to pay your bills to prove that you're spiritual? That's ridiculous. So this, what I'm talking about, includes money. The money comes in more abundance than you need. And you're not struggling the whole time waiting, thinking that you're going to be happy when you get it because you know that you're happy along the journey because you're respecting yourself and you're making those, those choices in alignment with your goals. So, you know, I said how I was going to bring this into things like you can do this grocery shopping. If your goal is to go grocery shopping and get home as quick as possible, which is most people's goals. So this is how it trickles into our everyday life and makes us miserable. Our unconscious goals are to, we are so addicted to accomplishment that we're just trying to accomplish whatever the hell is on the, uh, in front of us at that particular time. If, if, we're, if we're trying to go grocery shopping, we want to get grocery shopping done. Why? So we can cook dinner. Why? So we can do homework with the kids. Why? So we can put the kids to bed. Why? So we can go to bed ourselves. Like, this is how it goes. It's like there is... <laughs> So our goal is just to finish what we're doing. And then once we do, we don't even give ourselves the ability to appreciate it or pat ourselves on the back because the only reason we wanted to accomplish it was so we could accomplish the next thing. So we could wake up the next day and do the same thing over and over again. It's a ridiculous way to live. You know, we need to slow down and start living more consciously. Why are you going to the grocery store? What's your goal? To get there and get back as quick as humanly possible? It shouldn't be. Because what's going to happen, if that's your goal, your brain will process information in alignment with that goal. So every time somebody cuts you off in traffic, oh, that's, that's three seconds more. And it doesn't say three seconds. It just says that just impeded you from completing your goal the most efficiently as possible. Damn him. You know, and then the, the, there's no grocery carts and you have to go back to the parking lot and find one. Well, that's another inconvenience that pushes you back three more minutes to accomplishing your ultimate goal of getting home as quickly as humanly possible. And then you have to wait for that 
lady staring at the freaking peanut butter for five minutes. Are you kidding me? I just want the jelly next to it, man. I just let me get the jelly. And it's driving us crazy. Why? Because it's impeding in our goal. That's why. And our goal is to accomplish it as quick as humanly possible. So change your goal. My goal is to go grocery shopping and experience the maximum amount of peace and happiness that I can. I want to see how much peace and happiness I can experience on the way to the grocery store while I'm in the grocery store and on the way home. That's my goal, to experience as much peace as humanly possible during that. Now, all of a sudden, what happens is somebody cuts you off in traffic and your brain doesn't go, oh, we messed up my goal. Your brain goes, hey, you're okay. There was no accident. Everybody's all right. Relax. Get back to your peaceful state because that's what your goal is, and I'm here to help you achieve that. And then that old lady's looking at peanut butter, and you're like, what the and your brain goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. Be nice. It's just a woman trying to having a little difficulty to pick peanut butter because nowadays they have 352 different kinds. So it's kind of a difficult process sometimes. And sometimes people get overwhelmed looking at that. Why don't I be a kind person and patiently wait for a moment? I think that will make me feel peaceful. And I'll actually feel good about myself because I wasn't character assassinating this lady the whole time I was standing there for five minutes. Ooh, I like myself better. You know, do you see how your brain literally processes information differently when you give it a different goal? This is what I'm talking about. You can, you can do it with everything. And, you know, one of the nicest things is when you take this mentality, and people have actually done this, you know, in areas of their life too, other teachers have taught it in different ways. I have too. Being present with your children, what this does is it helps you be present in a lot of situations because you're not trying to finish it. So it lets you be present in it. You know, so when you're with your kids, you're not, you know, trying to go from one thing to the next thing or get them to hurry up to finish doing something. You're actually with them. You go, oh, I want to feel peace and happiness. What's my goal when I'm with my child? I want them to feel my presence. I want, them to, I want them to feel that my attention is devoted to them. I used to do that with my son all the time. Like when I knew my, my son and I, when I was going to pick up my son, I would use that time to reset. What, what have I been doing? Oh, I've been working. Okay, disconnect from work. What's my intention for while I'm with my son? Intention is another word for goal you know, especially the way I'm using it now. So what's my intention when I pick up my son? I want to be present with him. I want him to feel my presence. I don't want him to feel like I'm distracted and, and just giving him half of my attention. I don't want him to feel like I have other things to do and they're more important than him. I want him to feel like he's the most important thing in my life right now. That's what I want him to feel like. So I have, actually have to embody that. If I expect him to feel that, I need to embody that. I need to act like that. I need to feel like that. You know, you cannot BS a kid. <laughs> so this is how you spend more quality time with your children. And your loved ones and your mate and your, you know, everybody, your friends. This is be present where you are. So, and what is it? It's giving your brain a different job. This is what do I want to accomplish in this? Is it based in eternal principles? And I'm going to do a podcast on this at some point. But most of this is a quick little test to tell where you where your focus is. Focus on something temporary, fleeting, something that will be different in an hour or a week or a month or a year. Then you're focused on egoic stuff. You're focused on transitory stuff. If your focus is on eternal principles, then you're more in alignment with your soul. So what I mean by that, like some of the eternal principles are love, peace, trust, expansion. So like if, if I'm with my child, 
I go, oh, I, I want to be connected. I want to be focused on an eternal principle, not a transitory situation. So instead of going, oh, I'm going to take him to his soccer practice and then we're going to and I'm going to, uh, you know, hang out while that's going on and then we'll pick up some food and then we'll go home. Like if that's my goals then that's what it's going to be like. But if my goal is like I want to be fully present with him, I want him to feel the love that I have for him in my energy while I'm with him. I want him to be able to trust me. I want, I, I want to be peaceful in the time that I'm with him. Those are all eternal principles, right? So that's when we know we're aligned with our soul. So like I said, I'll get more into that in another podcast. That's a whole topic in itself. But it's a good way, if you're trying to figure out how to change you know, your goals, what you do is you change them from something that's fleeting and transitory, which were usually our, our unconscious original goals, and we change them into something that's more e based on an eternal principle, you know, like love, peace, happiness, joy, trust, you know, expansion of our soul. How, how can I expand in this situation? How can I grow as a being? You know, those are the types of questions that we need to ask ourselves. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Let me see if I have anything else I want to touch on. Yeah, we get misled by, you know, the sensory distractions. We got to, you know, get used to just not, paying so much attention to the surface stuff, the details. You know, most people, when I get into conversations about just about anything, they tell me all the details. And my clients know this because I tell them, you know, <laughs> it's like you're caught up in the details. The details don't make, they don't mean much, man. You know, telling me about all the dynamics of the, the, you know, why you think this and the specific reasons and blah, 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 blah. It's all like that's distraction. There's no answers there. There's no peace there. You know, you got to go under the things that capture our attention. He called me a jerk. <gasps> so like, like somebody calling you a jerk doesn't matter. It doesn't. What matters is why it's triggering you or whether you need to set a boundary or, you know, like the, the why of it, like that's more important. We need to get deeper with this stuff. And if you see, that's what I did with this. It's getting deeper, getting away from the surface distractions that society gives us all that pollution on top that distracts our, our attention. Oh, this is important. Oh, look at a shiny new car. Oh, this, and, and they said I needed to do this to get that. And, and uh, yeah, but I, I don't understand because of course we need to go to work and we need to pay bills and, and we need to do that. So I need to bring that into my formula and get it all. And we bring in 32,000 confusing things. And then we wonder why we're confused. <laughs> it's because it's confusing. Simplify it. Have very simple, basic principles, priorities, and goals, and just live like that. And the rest plays itself out. You know, I have, I have met many, 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 many people who have been successful on many levels that were absolutely miserable. I have never met one person that made their peace and their happiness, their priority that was unhappy. Never. I have never met a person that there has put their energy behind becoming peaceful and happy and said, yeah, I'm really peaceful and happy, but it sucks because I have to struggle for food all the time and I can't eat. And I think I'm going to die tomorrow. That's never happened. I've never had that conversation because it doesn't happen that way. That's an ego load of crap that says, oh, I have to focus on money. Otherwise, I'm going to be broke. No, you don't. Focus on peace and happiness. You'll still make responsible decisions. You'll just make them in a way that feeds your soul and brings in money. You get the full Monty, man. Like this is you win in the end. You don't have to sacrifice 
food for peace. <laughs> That's not how it works. So focus on your peace and your happiness. And whatever you need to bring in peace and happiness into your life, you'll need you'll you'll acquire it. If you need a new car to enhance your peace, you'll get the new car. If you need an, uh, a house with three bedrooms to fit all your kids, and that, that's actually going to expand your happiness, not that you think it's going to expand your happiness, but in reality, it actually will expand your happiness. If you're focused on happiness, you will get the house because you need it to expand your happiness. And whatever you focus on, you're going to get. You see how that works? Happiness, peace first. Everything else supports it. So there, that's all I got. The um, stream of information has stopped flowing, so I'm going to stop yapping. <laughs> um, Janice, thank you for joining us. She says, thanks, Glenn. Great topic. My pleasure. My pleasure. Um, I love this one. I'm telling you guys, I've discussed this in many different areas, and this has been... Uh, something that's been coming, it's been showing itself more and more. And I'm telling you, it's going, it, it will change your life. Implementing this will literally change your life. Joanne, powerful podcast. Wow, just wow. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. So that's what I'm going to do. Go check out all the stuff on Insight Timer, you know, all my places, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, check it all out, get on my email list. I guess, you know, I have some big projects coming through when they're going to come. I don't know exactly. I believe I do have one coming around June 22nd that early. I just got off a call today. So I think that there's going to be a big announcement coming up very soon about that project. And I've got a I've got two or three others in the uh, works that are going to be unfolding, you know, most likely sometime this year. So get on that email list. So I don't send out a regular newsletter. I just send out a blast when there's something serious, you know. And I'm going to end on this with with uh, Lisa because I haven't read it all, but it's something her mom said. So that's usually good stuff. You made me think of what my mom would say. She said, I need to be content. That's my happy. Absolutely. Yeah, I love the word content. That's one of my favorite words. I love the feeling of contentment. It's just like everything's good. That's peace. You know, that's so much deeper than this surface I just went on a roller coaster ride. Holy crap, I'm so happy. That's a that's a high energy. It's fun to play in there, but that's not real, man. That's not that's not that's fleeting. That's temporary. That's more egoic. It's fun, but we can't attach to it. That deep contentment and peacefulness that we can walk through all areas of our lives, even in our troubles, and still stay connected to it. That's the stuff, man. That's spirituality. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. I am going to wrap this up. And uh, thank you for your participation, your support, and get on that email list. And I will talk with you guys soon. Peace out. Looking for more? Check out over 200 episodes of Life Lessons and Laughter. Or click the link in the description of this episode to connect with Glenn directly. 